Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Case Watch deals with content meant for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Case Confirming the body found in Grand Teton National Park is Gabby Petito, and she was killed. We, the jury, in the above entitled action, find the defendant, Orenthal James Simpson, not guilty of the crime of murder. Late today, Chris Watts was officially charged with the murders of his wife and his two young girls. Remember these words. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Hey, Crime Creeps, it's your pal Mark. And I'm Charity. And this is the Case Watch Podcast. Go ahead and follow the show on social media, Facebook and Instagram, Case Watch Podcast, Twitter, Case Watch Pod. You want to follow us directly on Instagram, I'm at NotMarkB. Charity is at Charity underscore Case Watch. Visit our website for links to all of our merch and stickers. Plus, you can also join the exclusive Crime Creep Club by clicking the Buy Us a Coffee tab. All that and more, www.casewatchpodcast.com. Dot com. Oh boy. So a lot of stuff that we have to get into, but first we have Case Watch Court. We have another submission, guys. This is like my favorite thing. So guys, Case Watch Court (laughs) is now in session. I need to video him. I do over-exaggerate punching that Case Watch Court button and then the smile on my face. The joy on his face is like Christmas morning. Oh, this was. Well, give me a Christmas present. Give me a great Case Watch Court to rule on. All right, here we go. Hey guys, I need ruling. On Tuesday, my wife told me to keep next weekend open as we had plans. 
I said, no problem. So I told my boss that I could work this weekend to make some extra money. Well, on Friday, my wife said she was excited about our trip tomorrow. We got into an argument over her saying next weekend. So I need a ruling. What is last weekend, this weekend, and next weekend? And this was from Mike, who lives in Florida. Huh. I have thoughts on this. First Uh, of all, Florida, I have another admission. Oh, okay. Please do. And I didn't realize this. And I feel so stupid. I didn't realize this until actually this summer. Oh, do you know that flow rider, you know, the apple bottom jeans, with the boots with the fur. I didn't realize that his name was just Florida. Really? It's flow rider. F L O R I D A Florida. And that's where he's from. Did I just give you information you didn't have as well? Oh my God. I never actually like read his name. I would just, I just knew who flow rider was. Yeah. His name is just Florida. That and that's is, where he's from. That is fantastic. I don't feel as special now that Charity just figured that out as well. That's awesome. All right, let's jump right into this. This is this is an easy one. And people mess this up all the time and it really aggravates me because it makes for people's plans to be screwed up. Exactly. All right, so it doesn't matter what day of the week you're on. Monday through Friday, last weekend is the weekend that just passed. Correct. This weekend is the weekend that's coming up. Yes. Next weekend is the weekend after this weekend. Yes. Plain and simple. I don't understand how there even is a debate on this. There is, though. And I have to tell you, in my line of work, booking clients, as I do, we get calls all the time and people will say, I need to book an appointment for next weekend. And the call will come in on a Tuesday. So I'll say the date, meaning the weekend after the weekend that's coming up. And they'll say no. And so then I'll say, so you mean you would like to book for this coming weekend? So that's how I differentiate. Yeah. 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 People will never get that. So we agree. That's the ruling. Yeah. Last weekend, just passed. This weekend, the weekend coming up, next weekend, the one after this weekend. Come on, people. Let's all get on the same page. And you know what, Mark? It could be something as simple as his wife and he just had a misunderstanding. Maybe she just said that thinking he would know what she was talking about. Because you know, as couples, you know, sometimes you have misunderstandings. Yes. Mike, let me give you another ruling that you did not ask for. Just agree with her and move on because (laughs) your life is going to be so much easier, buddy. Even though we're saying that you are correct. She is correct in your household. All right. Well, Charity, make our day. I need some Triple D. Mark, this Triple D comes from one of our listeners. His name is Dave. He is an actual police officer. Hey, Dave. So first off, I want to say thank you to Dave. Thank you for your service, sir. For your service. Here is what Dave said. One day, I stopped a vehicle for no registration on the vehicle was driving. The individual did not have a driver's license or a valid registration on the vehicle. I asked the individual his name and date of birth. I ran the information through my dispatch with no return on his information. I wrote out a citation for the violations and had him sign the citation, gave him a copy and he started to walk away. As I was reviewing the citation to make my notes, I noticed that he had signed the citation with his real name. Needless to say, he had several warrants and ended up going to jail. If you're going to lie to the police, stay with it till the end. How amazing is that? That's awesome. This guy thought I had enough to go ahead and give a fake name, but it's just naturally ingrained in him when he signed it to sign his real one. Like he probably. Hello, wa- Dimwit. He was. Po- oh, that's definitely Dimwit. He was probably walking away thinking to himself, I just totally. I totally just tricked this dude. I totally tricked this dude. I am awesome. Nope. You're not awesome, sir. And now you're in jail. And now you're in jail. Ha ha. Great. So we usually we do a couple more, but we have a fairly long episode today. So that's going to be it for Triple D. <laughs> Today, Charity, we are going to be talking about the astral world tragedy. 
Mark, I'm really excited about this because obviously, like everybody else, I did hear about this. I did watch a couple of videos when it first happened, but I don't know the specifics. I don't know too much about actually how it went down. So I'm very interested to hear the information that you have to provide us. Now, I'll first start off by saying, I did not know what Astral World was before I heard of any of this. I didn't know who Travis Scott was other than he had a McDonald's special meal last year. And that's the first time I had ever heard his name. Well, and he's also in connection with the Kardashians. Correct. So and I'll, I'll be the first to admit that I'm old man Mark over here. Get off my lawn. Like I get I've turned into my dad because I was never into this because it was music that I was not aware of because it wasn't anything I was interested in. And I can't say that it's still not art and it's still not music. It's just not my art or my music. Exactly. My my dad felt the same way when he was, you know, he heard me jamming out to what I liked back then. He hated it. Right. And he thought it was horrible. So this is just that generational gap. Travis Scott's not for me, but trust me, everybody in the world loved his music. I so. was just going to say, Mark, he's got a very large following. All right, let's jump right in. So Astroworld, let's start. I'm going to tell you what it is. Astroworld is a music festival founded by Travis Scott that takes place on the former site of Six Flags Astroworld in Houston, Texas. The festival was launched by Scott in 2018, and the original lineup consisted of Travis, Post Malone, all right. So Post Malone, I do like. Yeah. I think that guy is super talented. Hold on. Hold on. Have you seen he he has covered country songs? Oh, he's an amazing singer. He is an amazing singer. I don't know if people know that he is an actual amazing singer because he does do a lot of rap and other type of genres, but he can actually sing. He is very talented. I agree with you. Oh, he can not only sing, he can play all the instruments. He's phenomenal. He really is. It also included somebody named Metro Boomin. Never heard of him. I haven't heard of that one. Little Wayne, I've heard of, and others. The 2019 festival grew and included more genres such as reggaeton and hard rock. Now we're into my jams. I love rock. I love hard rock. I love metal. Love Metallica. Love it. And it was headlined by artists including Gucci Mon, Rosella, and I am messing all these up. I, I, I don't know who these people are. Migos, Pharrell Williams, and Megan The Stallion. I do know those last two. Yes, I do too. After the cancellation of the 2020 event due to COVID, which we've all, by now, everybody knows what COVID is. Unfortunately, it ruined a lot of people's years and killed a lot of people. It did. Travis Scott and Epic Games created a virtual Astral World themed event in the game called Fortnite. The 2021 festival was described to as including a new creative theme called Open Your Eyes to a Whole New Universe, which would bring back the beloved spirit and nostalgia of the legendary and now defunct amusement park that Scott visited countless times as a child. Oh, wow. All right. So the next question that we have is who is Travis Scott? That's a good question to have. I'd like to know myself. Jacques Berman Webster III was born April 30th, 1991, known professionally as Travis Scott. He is a rapper and record producer. His stage name is the namesake of his favorite uncle, combined with the first name of one of his inspiration, Kid Cudi, okay. whose real name is Scott Mascuti. So I remember him. I don't. Scott was signed to his first contract with Epic Records in 2012. In November of the same year, Scott signed a publishing deal with Kanye West's Good Music. Scott's first full-length project, the mixtape Owl Pharaoh, was self-released in 2013. It was followed with a second mixtape, Days Before Radio, in August 2014. His debut studio album, Rodeo, was released in 2015. In 2016, his second album, Birds in the Trap, Sing McKnight, became his first number one album on the Billboard Hot 200. In 2018, his third studio album, 
Astral World was released to critical acclaim and produces first Billboard Hot 100 number one single, Sicko Mode. Wow. So, Mark, we can say he's a very hard worker. Yeah, he has definitely put his stuff in. Absolutely. He's been also been nominated for eight Grammy Awards and won a Billboard Music Award and a Latin Grammy Award. So he is very accomplished. I'm not going to take anything away from him. No. Like I said, just because his music is not my music and I don't like auto-tune and all of that stuff, there is an audience for this and he has captured it. And he's very good at what he does in his genre. We can obviously say that because of the large following that he has. Correct. Uh, in 2017, Travis began dating Kylie Jenner. On February 1st, 2018, Jenner gave birth to their daughter. They broke up in September of 2019, but quarantined together during the COVID-19 pandemic for the sake of their daughter and ended up, well, rekindling their relationship. I mean, that was only probably natural that that of was going to happen. Of course. Two things happened, I think, during the pandemic with people that you lived with. You either fell more in love with them or you decided, yeah, this person is not for me. Babies or divorces came out of the quarantine. <laughs> oh, 100%. <laughs> September 7th, 2021, Jenna revealed that she and Scott are expecting their second child. So babies came out of their COVID-19 pandemic. Yes, it did. Beyond music, Scott has endorsed deals with Nike, reported to be $10 million per year, and McDonald's. Like I said, I remember the Travis Scott meal. I just wasn't familiar with who he was. Where fans could order a Travis Scott novelty meal. These have all made him one of the richest acts in hip-hop. This year, he launched a hard seltzer brand, Cacti, with Anheuser-Busch. I did hear about that, strangely enough, and I don't know where I saw it, but I did hear about him launching that hard cider. So this goes in to show you also, this dude works. He, it sounds like he doesn't stop. He working. knows how to do deals. He knows how to get stuff done. I'm not taking anything away from him. God, no. But where there's good, there's bad. So let's start getting into a little bit of here. He also has had lots of incidents over the years at his concerts. Scott's career gained notoriety for controversies and legal issues regarding safety at his concerts. This really? is nothing new, Charity. Oh, boy. Scott's performances have experienced several issues. At Lollapalooza in 2018, Scott was charged and arrested with disorderly conduct after inciting concertgoers to ignore security and rush the stage. Yikes. Yeah, you don't do that because you know what causes? Crush injuries. Oh, my goodness. See where I'm going here? I do. That same year at the open air festival in Switzerland, he encouraged his fans to attack a man who took his shoe while he was crowd surfing by stopping the concert and repeatedly tell the crowd to quote unquote him up. Wait a second. Can I just stop you for a second? He also spit on him too, Charity. Can I please stop you for one second? You can. Okay. So a man tried to take his shoe. Okay. Yes. The man should not have done that. He was being ridiculous. He should have just had him removed. Why didn't he just have him removed? You would think that. Just take I him. have audio. You would, do? would you like to hear the audio of this incident? I really do now. I need to hear it. All right. Come here, bitch. Get that motherfucker. Get him. You tried to take my shoe? You wanna be a thief? Fuck him up! 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 Yeah, that's a uh, spirit of love and happiness. Peace, love, and happiness, guys. I'm gonna go ahead and say, holy shnikes. Oh, good one, Charity. Because... I think they were Yeezys, though. They probably were, Mark, but I like holy shnikes. That's wild. Oh, my gosh. He's, he basically was getting the entire crowd. I mean, how many people were probably there, too? Oh, God, this place and was enormously do, packed. Do we have any backstory on if the, the person was effed oh, up? They effed him up, and they tossed him out because he if, ended up throwing him out. I wonder if Here he Here is my soup. problem. He, you'll find later on that he stated he can't stop a show. You just stopped the show over your shoes. To F a dude up. 
Yeah, that was important enough. And then you egged the crowd on to F him up. Well, he took his shoe, Mark. He doesn't have enough money to buy another one. Yeah, yeah, no money there. All right, so let's move on because this is not his only two incidents. In 2017, Scott once again encouraged his fans to slip past security and charge the stage at a concert at the Walmart, Arkansas Music Pavilion in Rogers, Arkansas. Several people were injured in that stampede. Following the show, Scott faced three misdemeanor charges of inciting a riot, disorderly conduct, and endangering the welfare of a minor after he invited fans to overpower security and rush the stage. Scott pleaded guilty to disorderly conduct and paid a fine of just over $7,400. Oh my gosh. So he's actually been cited for this almost exact, he's been charged. Situ- exact situation. Numerous times. Oh boy. Oh, Charity, it gets worse. Much worse. Oh boy. In April 2017, a man named Kyle Green sued Scott after he attended a show at the Terminal 5 in New York City where Green... I did that. New York City again. I can't help that. It's that old salsa commercial. He gets his salsa in New York City. (laughs) I just can't say it right. Sorry. He attended a show at Terminal 5 in New York City where Green claims fans pushed him off an upper deck balcony. Green was left partially paralyzed by the incident. An attorney for Kyle Green told the Rolling Stone after the Astroworld incident that he's devastated. He's even more incensed by the the fact that it could have been avoided had Travis learned his lesson in the past and changed his attitude about inciting people to behave in such a reckless manner. Mark, I am awestruck right now. This man was left partially paralyzed. His life will never be the same because he went to see his favorite artist. Yeah. At a concert, having fun. It's upsetting. It's very upsetting. Have you made the switch to Nick's? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's Nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's K-N-I-X.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. 
And I, why, I wonder why after something that horrific, they couldn't just look into things a little more to see that the safety conditions are on point. Oh, lawsuits don't matter to them. That's that's pretty apparent. Now, not to be confused with the Kyle Green incident, but there is a different fan jumping from the same balcony in a widely seen video all over YouTube. And that's not Kyle Green. That's not Kyle Green. I just want to make sure that people understand that it's not the same video. This guy was actually pushed. Because in the other video, Travis actually notices this guy, even though he stays later on that in other shows, he can't see people in the crowd. He, he yells, I see you, but are you going to do it? They're going to catch you. Don't be scared. Don't be scared inciting this guy to jump. That was the guy, the jumper. Not, That's not, the jumper, not the one who was pushed. So, but also, even if, even the jumper alone, right? If you're saying, yeah, do it, do it, do it. What if they didn't catch him properly and he ended up paralyzed? You got to remember, peer pressure is a real thing. Oh. They're at a concert trying to impress the guy that they see as one of their heroes. And also, I'm sure there was some drinking beforehand or while you they're don't there. Say. And maybe some other recreational things. So your inhibitions are down. So you get kind of just, you know. You get dumb. Yeah. All right. So I have one more audio clip about how Travis runs his concert. So this is at another concert previous. You want to go ahead and listen just to see how he tells his fans to act? Yes, please. Hey, yo, listen, son. This is not no motherfucking ballet. This ain't no runway. This ain't no motherfucking dance show. You either get on this stage of rage or take your motherfucking ass home. You understand? So he stopped the show again to tell people to rage. Oh my goodness. Now keep in mind, he says that he can't stop a show because it will incite a riot. Oh my gosh. All right. So let's jump right into the Astro World 2021 timeline. I think we can break this down from start to finish and get a better understanding of how things actually went down that yeah, night. Yeah, I'd, I'd really like to hear this. Because they started off effed up. Like, yeah. let's be honest. They started off not good. All right. So Friday, November 5th, early morning, concert goers began to line up. By the afternoon, people began rushing past security checkpoints and into the venue. Officials said more than 1,000 security staff and police were present. That is an increase from the festival that took place in 2019, according to Houston Mayor Sylvester Turner. So they already knew that this was going to be a massive concert from the get-go. So if, yeah, if they already knew they needed to double the people that they had on the premise to help, they obviously knew there were some issues, is my point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to remember the world was locked down. Everybody wasn't able to do anything forever. So this is probably, I don't know if this is Travis Scott's first concert back, but it was probably his, his massive one. That's very true. This was true. the Astral World Festival. This is the return of Astral World. So it was huge. I get it. Before 4 p.m., at least 54 patients had been treated by medical staff, according to an activity log from Houston Police Department that also noted dangerous crowd conditions. This is at 4 o'clock. This is five hours before Travis would even hit the stage. That's wild. Well, before Scott's show, there were no performances scheduled on the festival's second stage at that time, meaning all 50,000 fans had the opportunity to assemble outside the main stage in time for Scott to perform. Form. The crowd began to compress towards the front of the stage, Houston Fire Chief San Pena told reporters. The packed crowd actually began pushing to the stage during the countdown to Scott's performance, and you can actually see that in the Apple live stream of the event. Wow. Now, let me ask you this. I don't mean to, to stop you. Oh, go ahead. So obviously this was like a first come first serve type of situation. You're, they're all standing. There's like no seats. Yeah. I, I believe it's more like a metal show where there's a big mosh pit and stuff like that. I say Okay. Yeah, this is this is an outdoor festival. By the looks of it, yeah, there was no seats. This was just an outdoor area at the old Asteroid compound. Okay. At 9 p.m., Travis Scott hit the stage following the countdown clock that pulled tens of thousands of people closer to the stage. By that point, Houston police had indicated there were approximately 55,000 people at the show. Oh, my gosh. 55,000. That's a lot. That I'm surprised 
honestly, I know it's outside, but I'm surprised because we're still in COVID times. I'm still a little shocked. This is shocked. Texas. Oh, that's true. Okay, continue. Yep, everything's bigger in Texas, Charity. Yeah, continue on. At 9.02 p.m., in the first few minutes when Scott is on stage, 200 people breached the fence and a barricade was compromised around stage two. This was how soon? Say that again. Two minutes into the show. So just started and a barricade was already breached. Yep. Shortly after that, Scott began to set and fans near the stage could be seen struggling to stay on their feet. Less than 10 minutes into the show, groups of concert goers throughout the crowd began to show distress. So Charity, keep in mind, we are just mere minutes into this event. Unbelievable. At 9.18 p.m., there's a report on an individual with a crush injury and breathing difficulty. At 9.25 p.m., Scott did stop the show for the first time to draw attention to somebody in the crowd who needed help, saying, somebody passed out right here. The Apple live stream actually showed this, so that is verified. He then continued his performance but stopped two more times in response to the chaos in the crowd and once when an ambulance drove through. All right, guys. So now trigger warning if there is anybody that is kind of queasy towards any of this, because this is where stuff actually starts to hit the fan. Around 9.30 p.m., medical staff responded to somebody laying unresponsive in front of the reserve section, according to HPD activity log. Concert goer Sienna Faith McCarty climbed onto a camera platform and asked a cameraman as the chaos escalated to stop the show. And we actually have that right here if you want to hear that as we well. We do? Yes. Yes, I think we need to hear it. That's okay, we see you real quick. Let's do it. So you can actually hear numerous people. There, There's the female, and then there's a gentleman who is later identified as one of the victim's friends. Saying there's somebody dead. There's somebody dead. Stop the show. And if you watch the video, you can actually see the cameraman kicking them off, saying, like, get off of here. Get out of here. And the I didn't hear as much the male voice, but the female voice, you can hear the urgency and the complete panic in her oh, voice. She, she is coming unglued. She She's, realizes what's going on up there. And here, you're taught as an individual growing up, if there's a problem, go to somebody who's in authority. Here's a camera guy who has a headset and radio on. Yeah. And she's telling him, there's somebody dead. Stop the show. She was pleading. And he's like, like, get off the stage. Oh, my God. She was. It sounded like she was pleading with him, Mark. Like, please, please do something. Oh, 100%. 9.32 p.m., HPD receives reports of an unconscious female in the middle of the crowd. 9.33 p.m., reports of multiple people down in the crowd. 9.35, HFD, which is Houston Fire Department radio operator, advised we have at least five 911 calls related to an unconscious person in the crowd and reports of possible CPR in progress. And the show is still going on. It is still going on. After How? How is this possible? 911 has been called. How is it possible after this point? Because at 9.38 p.m., Houston police and firefighters responded to reports of a mass casualty event at the festival where people were being crushed against the stage and many had already collapsed. This is according to the police activity log. What time was this? I'm sorry. 9.38 p.m. So we're still barely into this show. 38 minutes in, and now it has been declared a mass casualty incident. And guess what? They're still playing. Nobody's notified, Travis? Like, dude, People are, I think they can lie all they want. There's no way that people running the show did not know what was going on. I mean, a mass casualty. Oh, we'll get into it. Don't worry. At 9.52 p.m., 10 minutes later, Incident Command requested level one mass casualty incident and less than 30 minutes later requested a level two mass casualty incident. Several ambulances arrived on scene to handle the overwhelming medical need. Excuse me. I need to say something. Okay. 
Why does it have to be a level of mass casualty for things to stop? It didn't stop charity. The mass casualty phrase should be enough. That oh, 100%. woman pleading should have been enough. The show must go on, according to Travis Scott, because at 10, 12 p.m., Scott finished the show and left the stage. 10, 12. There was already a level two mass casualty incident going on, and he still played. Police officials later told the Houston Chronicle that the promoter, Live Nation, agreed to cut the show short, but Scott continued his set. So he continued on, even though he was probably told or somebody was told, right? They're saying he didn't know and he wasn't aware. People had to know. Well, and there was more than one ambulance, you said. There's numerous videos that show him up on stage singing, and there was actual lights going on from the ambulances in the crowd. Not only that, I have more audio for you, Charity. This is what was being chanted back to him while he was singing. Yeah, so he can say what he wants. You can't tell me that nobody could understand what they were saying. Stop the show. And when he said, let's continue on and give me some noise, it sounded like I heard a few boos in there. Oh, there was a lot of boos. Oh, my God. Now, everything happened here quick. And I want to play a little bit of EMS audio that was actually captured from the event. So this is a lot to listen to. And I have stuff to say after this plays as well. Okay. We're having some structural issues that could be catastrophic and we need everybody together. No smokers. Careless is unacceptable. It's like uh, folks are coming out of the crowd complaining of difficulty breathing, of uh, crushing type injuries. Seems like the crowd is compressing, from what I can tell. Um, I was on the Delta side, and I probably saw at least four or five people pouring out of the crowd, just trying to get away from the crowd. The cops are still going on. The crowd is compressing, it's difficult to compressing. And, uh, you know, the, the intel we're getting is that the... Uh, that the barricade is might be compromised or being compromised. So the crowd is compressing. Hey, uh, can I have the airplane for a few seconds? Can I have the air for a few seconds? Hey, uh, I'm over here at the medical tent, and there's a lot of people trampled, and they're passed out at the front stage. Three or four, three, we're in the front of the stage. Uh, we have security up there. They're taking them to the back. You know, asking about trampling, uh, I guess they're pulling them out and taking them to the back. That was a lot going on and it was going on very fast. That was a compressed version of 
all the events with the silences taken out. Now, I want to point out a couple important key factors there. There was an actual female who is an EMT who is in that video that is saying, we have multiple injuries going on. We need help. And then the guy's response just simply is, everyone's doing a good job. Let's just keep moving on. Let's keep the show going. So they were advised well before any of this had happened that there was issues going on here. And she clearly said there people are here that cannot breathe. They're passed out. She sure did. She said it very, very clearly. All right, Charity, this is where I 100% make the move from you might not know to you're an actual douchebag. And I haven't been saying that a lot lately, but this right here shows that Travis Scott had very much douchebaggery intent. Yeah. Because after the show, somebody should have got a hold of his arm and said, hey, this is what's going on. And my personal opinion, somebody had to have. Somebody had to. He can't be that dumb and not realize all that stuff is going on in the audience and just be completely oblivious. But here is where he becomes a total douchebag, in my opinion. So with everything going on after the show, what does Travis Scott go ahead and do? Well, he heads over to Dave and Buster's to a party with Drake. But Travis did say that he was not aware of any of the fatalities at Astroworld until after he arrived at Dave and Buster's. And that's according to TMZ. Drake also did not know that people had died in the crowd. Drake released a statement expressing grief over what happened and stated, I spent the past few days trying to wrap my mind around this devastating tragedy. My heart is broken for the families and the friends that lost their lives and for anyone who is suffering. So Drake and Travis Scott have just proven that they're the most oblivious mother in the whole world. 100%. I can maybe wrap my head around Drake not knowing if it wasn't, if, if Travis said nothing to him when he arrived and they're in this contained. But Drake was performing on stage with him while this was happening. Oh, I didn't know that. Drake was brought out as a special uh, guest performance. I didn't know that. And my, here's, my, here's my other question before you continue on. Even if you didn't know there were actual casualties, you had to have known of how many people were taken by medical or someone had to have told you this. So wouldn't you just at least check back and see what's going on? Oh, he was out of sight, out of mind. He, a, he walked away. And he was like, Astroworld's done. I made all my money. That's when my my opinion, and I have to say it that of way course. because it is my opinion. Yeah. He has a management crew. He's got a, a whole crew behind him. It's not just Travis Scott. This right. is an industry behind him. He is a business. He is a brand. He is not just Travis Scott, the person. Travis Scott is a money-making machine, and there's a whole team behind him to say that nobody, absolutely nobody in his team knew what was going on and alerted him. Right. You're either stupid or you're a liar. Yeah. You can't plead both. Nope. That it's just what it is. So now we move on to Saturday, November 6th. The remainder of the festival was canceled. There was another day that was supposed to happen. The first lawsuit against Scott was filed in Harris County, Texas that day. Travis Scott also released a statement, and I have that right here for you. Oh, I really want to hear this. This, yeah. Crocodile tears is what it means to me is 100%. Go ahead and listen to this, Charity. I just want to send out prayers to the to the ones that was lost last night. We're actually working right now to identify the families so we can help assist them through this tough time. You know, my fans, my fans like, my fans really mean the world to me and I always just really want to leave them with a positive experience. And anytime I can make out. All right, we're going to pause there. His fans my- mean the world to him and Did your hands just went up. Okay. you. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is what got me. You want to leave them with a positive experience. You in other shows have told them to beat somebody up. You have told them to rage to the stage. You have told them that this isn't a runway. If you MFers aren't here to rage, get off my stage and get out of the show. So that's positive? Apparently that's positive to him. Let's continue on. Yeah. Because these crocodile tears that Mr. Scott's putting on here, because in this video, if you actually watch it, he looks like he's crying. It's the driest cry I've ever seen in my whole life. Interesting. Oh, you know, anything that's going on, you know, I, you know, I just stopped the show and, you know, help them get the help they need, you know? Um, I could just never imagine the severity of the situation. Uh, we've been working closely We've been working closely with everyone to just try to get to the bottom of this, the city of Houston, HPD, fire department, you know, everyone to, you know, help us, help us figure this out. So if you, if you have any information, um, you know, please just contact your local authorities. I have information. Travis Scott acted like a douchebag. That is my information. So who should I report that to Travis? And also, um, you, um, the, the, one of the, one of the only other times I'm sure there might've been others that you stopped your show was to either encourage someone to dive into the crowd and maybe hurt themselves or because someone stole your shoe. Yeah. Those are important issues. Let's carry on. Cause you know, he doesn't get any better. Um, everybody continue to just keep your prayers. I mean, I'm, I'm honestly just devastated and I could never imagine anything like this just, happening i'm gonna do everything i can to keep you guys updated and just keep you guys informed on what's going on um, love you all let's take a moment to just let that sink in that let's. is crazy crazy <sighs> on sunday november 7th kylie jenner posted to her instagram story that scott was not aware of any fatalities and would not have continued to perform if he had known. The funny thing is Kylie Jenner actually has a picture that she had shared from her vantage point during the show of the stage. And it shows that the ambulances are down straight in front of her. It's in her picture. Are you kidding? You could see the ambulances with the lights on in the crowd. So here's a question. Maybe just maybe he has had many ambulances at many of his shows and lucky for him, opposed to the poor man that was partially paralyzed, they were just minor injuries. And maybe she just thought it was normal. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there because I can't make sense of any of it. Ugh. That same day, Houston Police Chief Troy Finner said in a statement that he had previously expressed concerns when he met with Scott and the head of security to discuss the event before Travis even took the stage. Really? So he had said that there was issues and he wasn't happy the way things were going here. But you got to remember, this was a private company that was brought in who was able to do the security and do uh, the medical. So we'll get into that after. So I want to address something that you said there in that Kylie said that, you know, he would have stopped this set. So I'm a metal guy. We mosh. Yeah. I don't mosh so much anymore because I'm a little old and a little round, so it's harder <laughs> to do. But if you've ever been to a metal show, there's etiquette. Believe it or not, it's chaos, but it is well-constructed chaos because if somebody goes down, 
you get them up. Right. We don't continue to trample them. We get them up and we get them pulled out. You can go online and just search Musician Stop Show and you'll see numerous videos. You have Linkin Park where they actually stop the show. He stops the music and he says, hey, what's going on? What's going on? And he wouldn't continue until he got word that everything was okay. You have numerous musicians who've done this time in and time out because their fans actually mean something to them. They don't let people die at their show and then cry about it. I'm sorry fake cry about it on their social media the next day. Right. You, you just brought up a good point, Mark. If if you truly love your fans, you will do anything to protect them at your concert and you will stop if you need to. Yeah, you would think so. On Monday, November 8th, Scott announced that he will provide full refunds for all attendees who bought tickets to the World event and that he would not perform at the Day in Vegas Festival that weekend. Isn't that nice of him? So nice of you, Travis. Thank you. Thank you for thinking of everybody. The FBI is providing some forms of technical assistance to investigators in Houston. FBI Director Christopher Wray said Monday at the Department of Justice News Conference when asked by ABC News Chief Justice Correspondent Pierre Thomas whether the Bureau was involved. On Wednesday, November 9th, Scott and his team also released a new statement. Over the last week, Travis Scott and his team have been actively exploring routes of connection with each and every family affected by the tragedy through the appropriate liaisons. He is distraught by the situation and desperately wishes to share his condolences and provide aid to them as soon as possible, but wants to remain respectful of each family's wishes on how they'd like to be contacted. He's so respectful. So respectful. I love that he's thinking of the families now, though. Yeah, of course. Sunday, November 14th. At least 30 lawsuits have been filed against Scott, concert producers, and the venue. So, and that continues to grow because each and each day, more and more lawsuits and people who work for the event are now suing as well. So let's go ahead and just break down in a quick summary. Some 300 people, Charity, were treated by medical personnel on site. Another 17 total transports. 11 CPR, nine total fatalities, one critical, and two admissions to the hospital. Scott's attorney later told ABC News that Scott did not know what was happening in the crowd during the concert. I once again call bull. I love that new swear button. It definitely helps out get my point across because you don't even know what I'm saying when I'm underneath saying it. So organizers had presented Houston police and first responders with two plans, a medical plan by New York City based Paradox Worldwide Incorporated and a security plan by Austin based promoters score more shows addressing potential emergencies. The medical staff in place was overwhelmed by the number of injuries as concert goers passed out and many were trampled. Paradox Worldwide released a statement disputing allegations that it lacked medical staff and equipment, while Scoremore and concert organizer Live Nation released a statement saying that they had provided video footage to investigators and were cooperating and to, quote, get everyone the answers they were looking for, end quote. Hey, Mark. Yes. It's no one's fault. Yeah, no one's fault at all. Everybody has got the arms facing the other direction yeah, saying it was, it's the other dude. It was just like a, just an accident. Yeah, we're not responsible. No. No, no, not at all. There are now calls for an independent review. Officials with the Houston Police and Fire Departments will investigate whether the promoter and others behind the festival followed the plans or whether they were even sufficient in the first place. Um, You would think that would be something that they would do from the get-go, that this concert wouldn't even get an actual permit to run if these plans were not in place and not approved. 
You would think, but it's hard to say what goes on in other states. We know what happens around here and that's what happens here. You're not getting a festival concert or any kind of permit unless there's a plan in place. True. All right. To break down the communication issues, because there's a lot of communication gaps that led to a lot of these issues. So let's go ahead and start covering some of those. So the communication gaps in the emergency medical response at Astroworld surfaced long before Travis Scott ever took the stage. Not all first responders appeared to be on the same page, beginning with the events medical operation plan. When asked if anybody at Houston Fire Department had ever seen the document, Chief Samuel Pena replied, not that I know of. Interesting. Pena said HFD was initially serving in a support role because festival organizers had hired a private company, Paradox, to provide medical event services. According to the company's plan, two-way radios were to be used as the go-to means of communication for medical calls. Pena acknowledged Wednesday that none of his firefighters in a command post near NRG Park were provided those radios. So, huh. Interesting. Mm -hmm. If you're asking if we had radio-to-radio communications with Paradox, no, Pena said. Now, if you remember back to when we just played that audio, that guy from the event actually said, HFD is monitoring, so they're hearing what's going on, and they're coming in. And they weren't. They weren't hearing a thing. They were never given the radios to hear anything. So that is a lie right there as well. Um, the chief said HFD only had direct radio contact with Harris County Emergency Corporations, a nonprofit agency hired by festival organizers to provide the few ambulances on site. A spokesperson for Paradox confirmed that the company's medics could radio HCEC from the field. So a lot of lies already are being debunked right there as to who is responsible and why. And nobody seems to be on the same page or even in the same book. No, not at all. This is always turns into a anybody but me did it. That's for sure. The Houston Professional Firefighters Association, which is HFD's union, said the arrangement made for an inefficient roundabout way of communicating when contractors were in distress and needing medical help. Getting to them quicker in the emergency response world is absolutely critical. Seconds matter and lives matter, union president Marty Lacton said. It's very true. Like I had worked in the public safety industry for years. Seconds count when it comes to your life. I bet. 100%. He says, the point is you want to take as many middle people out of it as possible. Langton said the district chief tried to do just that hours before the festival began Friday, asking for event staff for radios. Instead of giving us radios, I'm told they were given a list of cell phone numbers. I don't know if you've ever been into a concert when there's 50,000 people all with cell phones trying to stream to social media. Guess what does not work effectively? Your cell phone. Your cell phone. You can never surf the internet. You can never actually do anything because everybody else already is. That's ridiculous. We gave them our cell phone numbers. While acknowledging the need for improvement in the future, Chief Pena cautioned against anyone taking the radio communication issues out of proportion. To make it seem like because that didn't happen, people died. I'm not going to take that leap, Pena said. For future contingency planning for NRG events, Pena said there needs to be more collaboration between EMS agencies involved. There doesn't seem to be an urgency. No, it's just this whole thing really bugs me. Chief Pena goes on to say that when these big productions are held in this venue, he wants to be present at the table from the beginning. I believe that's the best possible way. Let's have the guy who actually runs the fire department be in charge of what's going on. Makes sense to me. I'm assuming that they probably could have hired the town or the, I'm sorry, the city, but it probably costs more money. So they were trying to cheap out. That's why they don't hire these people. Yep. 
So something to keep in mind that while NRG Park is located in the city of Houston limits, it's a Harris County owned facility. A Paradox spokesman said that EMS in 911 response was strictly under the county's jurisdiction. Our goal here is to not cast blame on any organizers. This is not a city of Houston sanctioned event. It's a Harris County sanctioned event. Houston Police Chief Troy Finner said Wednesday. Nobody wants to cast blame on anybody, but nobody wants to accept that blame either. Nope. Uh, Paradox provided the following statement. As healthcare professionals, our hearts weigh especially heavy for the lives lost, as well as their loved ones. Paradox Worldwide will do everything we can to support authorities in their investigation, and we are confident that the facts will demonstrate that the care we provided followed the appropriate protocols and operating procedures that were in place. So here we go. So these people were the people that were hired to be the medical people on scene. Correct. So I kind of don't have a doubt that they did the best they can. Do you? I mean, do you have a feeling on that? I do because they actually, the people that you were hearing in that video were Paradox employees that okay. were, they were saying like, you know, let's just continue on oh, and stuff like that. Okay. 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 All right. So you may ask who is Paradox? Paradox Worldwide was founded in 2011 and is a global community of doctors, nurses, first responders, and they provide medical coverage at private and public events. Alex Polak is a veteran paramedic of more than 20 years turned CEO who built a seven-figure business around protecting your health at crowded events. They did over $4 million in sales charity in 2017. Yikes. That's a lot of sales. It sure is. But money definitely has nothing to do with any of this. So before we end this episode, I think that we can all agree that this event was a massive tragedy. And let's just really hope whatever we learn from here that we can incorporate into shows moving forward, because this is absolutely unacceptable. People's lives matter. Yes, they do, Mark. In closing, we could discuss who is at fault and who's at this, but this is not really about any of those people. This is about the victims who unfortunately paid the ultimate price. And I think it's very important that we tell you who they are and a little bit about each and every one of them. I think it's so important, Mark. All right, Charity. Denise Bag, 27 years old, was reportedly married less than a month ago. He died, Charity, while trying to save his new wife from being trampled by the surging crowd at Astroworld. Last night, he showed his courageous act to save my sister-in-law from those horrendous things that were being done. His brother, Basil, wrote, I have lost of words and in the trauma from this event, I was there and I wasn't able to save my brother. In a post, Basil accused Travis Scott of provoking the crowd. People were hitting, pushing, and shoving and did not care for anyone's life, he wrote. Oh my gosh. So this newlywed couple is so excited to be married and they go to this concert. Yeah. And he saves his wife's life. Yep, absolutely. He's a hero. hero. Yeah. Yeah, he is a hero. Madison Dubisky. 23 years old, had been a student at the University of Mississippi. She also worked at an advertising agency in Houston. According to media reports, Dubisky attended Astroworld with her brother, Ty, but the two were separated during the crowd rush. She was a super bright, uplifting, and just all-around sweet girl, a former classmate, Lauren, told the Houston Chronicle. She was definitely the life of the party and loved by so many. Such senseless. We say this almost every episode, but senseless. It really makes you open your eyes to the world around us, it that's does. for sure. Rudy Pena, 23 years old, worked as a medical assistant in a rehabilitation clinic while also studying criminal justice at a college in Laredo, Texas. His sister Jennifer said he was there for everybody. He loved to be close to his friends and family. He helped a lot. He was always smiling. It's so senseless, Mark, but when you actually even just get a little tiny bit of information of who the human being was that lost their life because of this, it brings it really, really into light and makes it much more real. Oh, 100%. I mean, Charity, we tell hour-long stories of just one victim. 
let's not forget, this had 10. 10 victims. These are 10 stories. These are 10 lives that ended here. And it's absolutely horrific that we're playing the blame game now. I agree. Now, I hope I say this name right. I have tried to look for some pronunciations and I can't find any. Okay. Um, Biardi Shiani, 22 years old, had been attending her first music festival with family members when she was critically injured. She suffered for nearly a week in the hospital and died of her injuries on November 10th. She had attended the event with her sister and cousin. The trio reportedly lost sight of each other amid the crowd surge. Her family said that she suffered from multiple heart attacks in the incident. In a statement, an attorney for the family described her as a shining star in the community and a high-achieving college student about to graduate from Texas A&M with a high grade level. What a scary, painful way to go. And it's not right away. My gosh. Yeah, this is all heartbreaking. The family probably had a bunch of hope if she was in the hospital for a week. I agree with you. Oh, so sad. Axel Acosta, 21, a native of the small town of Teton, Washington. He was studying computer science at Western Washington University. Acosta traveled to Houston on his own for Astroworld. Acosta's father, Edgar, said he was initially told that Axel was not among the victims. Authorities later circulated a photo of Axel to try to determine his identity. The Acosta family are now among those suing Travis Scott and the Astroworld organizers. We are trying to make things change in these type of events because today it's me, but this could be you. And that's something that Axel's father had said. That's profound. That is. That is so true. And I don't blame them for suing. Everybody in the world always says none of this will happen to me until it does. Until it does. And this is case in and case out. Franco Patino was 21 years old. He was from the town of Naperville, Illinois, where he was studying biomedical engineering at the University of Dayton in Ohio. In an interview, his brother Julio said that he eventually hoped to construct an exoskeleton for his mother who suffered from inclusion body mitosis and is unable to walk. Julio stated that he was just that type of person. He was always there for the people he cared about and he had a big heart. Oh, so he was studying a specific subject that would help his mother? Yes. Oh, my gosh. People like these are, there's just good people. Good people. The world lost a lot of good people. Yes, it did. Jacob Jurinic, 20, was studying art and media at Southern Illinois University. In a statement, the university's chancellor described him as creative, intelligent young man with a promising career in journalism and advertising. He had reportedly traveled to Astroworld together with his friend Franco Patino, another victim to celebrate his 21st birthday. Jake was beloved by family and the seemingly countless number of friends for his contagious enthusiasm, his boundless energy, and his unwavering positive attitude. His family stated that he was an avid fan of music, an artist, a son, a best friend to many, a loving and beloved cousin, nephew, and grandson, the statement added. Brianna Rodriguez, 16. She was an avid dancer and member of the school's band. On Twitter, the band described her as someone who could always make anyone smile. Although she's gone and she cannot perform with us anymore, we know that she would still want us to enjoy our time in Heights, and that's the name of the high school that she attended. Oh my gosh, so young. Oh, it's it gets worse. Oh my gosh. John Hilger, 14 was a freshman and avid baseball player at a high school in Houston. According to reports in the Houston Chronicle, he texted a friend to make sure they arrived at Astroworld early and found a good spot from which to watch Travis Scott's concert. John was a good student and athlete and so polite. His mother, Tracy, was quoted as saying by the Houston Chronicle, he was the sweetest and smartest young man. I literally am having a hard time listening to this. All of these affect me. This is the one that affects me the most right here. And that's fair warning. Okay. Ezra Blount nine years old. The youngest of the 10 concert goers to have been killed after panic broke out during rapper Travis Scott's headlining performance. Their lawyer, Brian Crump, said in a statement, 
This should not have been the outcome of taking their son to a concert. What should have been a joyful celebration, Ezra's death is absolutely heartbreaking. Treston, the nine-year-old's father, said that they had stayed at the back of the crowd because they thought it would be calmer. When they were caught up in the crush, he lost consciousness and his young son, who was sitting on his shoulders, fell and was trampled said he was not ready to lose my boy. We still got a bunch of living to do. He went on to say that his son was a huge Travis Scott fan and was stoked ahead of the performance. Let's just give a moment of silence to all these victims and their family members, please. All right, guys, a couple things to take away from that, especially that last one. Do better. Please do better. You're going to tell me that nobody saw that little boy on the ground. And nobody stopped to help. There's a lot of people pointing fingers at Travis Scott, the event organizers, the police department, the fire department. But at the end of the day, the crowd is what caused all this chaos. Yep. We as people can do better as a society. Let's take this moment moving forward to just remember everybody's life has a value. So whatever actions that you may or may not take plays an important outcome in someone living or not. Everybody could have stopped that concert. Yes, I get that. But you could have also not caused the crush to begin with. You could have not trampled the entrance and overwhelmed everything. Everything that happened, that's almost like, you know, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. That's very, very true statement. So there's a lot to be learned here. Yes, we need to handle events better. We need to handle how security's run and medical treatment is run. We need to be able to stop shows correctly. But us as fans, we need to do better and we, we can do better people. There's a lot of aspects to this story, so many different angles, but you're correct. The people who attended that concert were the ones that ran on top of people. They're the ones that pushed and pushed and pushed. You can't tell me that they didn't hear the screams because as loud as it was, we clearly could hear that poor woman pleading and screaming to the camera guy. So again, we say this on so many of our episodes, Mark, you see something, you say something. You see something, you try to stop it. If more people were outraged, and as we can see near the end of the set or whatever when people were chanting stop the show it finally spread how many situations were happening but you're right i mean it, it, there's no sense to even make of this you know how the best way to stop a show is instead of chanting and pushing at the at the stage to stop the show back off leave walk away leave Pull, turn around yeah that would quickly get the attention of everybody there that something's going on but you continued to push Exactly. This is not the first time crush injuries have happened at concerts. This, unfortunately, is getting more and more prevalent in our society. And this is not just concert related. We have a generation that is now served as me, 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 me. Yes, we do. And I'm not saying us as an older generation is any better because we're not. All generations have their faults. I say this all the time, Charity. Let's be better people. Instead of looking after a tragedy to see what could have been done to have it not happen in the first place, let's prevent it from happening from the get-go. Yeah. Like you said, you see something, you say something. Charity, there is no reason why we can't have a concert that is a safe environment and we can just go and enjoy the show. I agree. There's no reason why we can't. Guys, thank you for sticking through this one with us. We appreciate you. Remember to reach out to us, info at casewatchpodcast.com. Our text and voicemail line, 603-212-4600. Guys can go ahead and start commenting on these episodes on that voicemail line. We'll start including your messages and voicemail messages on each and every episode because your opinion matters as well. And we'd love to hear your voices. I agree. I love when I get messages and just be able to respond to our listeners because at the end of the day, we said this when we first started, we are just like you. We are true crime creeps and that will never change nope so in closing guys go ahead and have a safe day let's remember it's not all about you you don't always have to come first we as a society will succeed together thank you so much and have a great day bye guys see ya have you made the switch to nick's 
Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.